listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revolution. Oh, Getting back, back together. together. Like, ever. Uh, we're ever. talking about some Monroe right here, a little bit of Miles right here. Yep. Never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> ever. Ever. Hey guys, ever. what is happening? We are the Revolution After Show because Bing is for doing and we're doing Revolution. Guys, sitting across from me, the always lovely Kristen Snyder. What's up? And next to Kristen, the also handsome... Daryl Kristen. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and sitting next to me, Kristen Carroll. Hey, guys. And guys, my name is Dave Klein, and you're watching Revolution. Let's just jump into it, because we had the giant mid-season finale this episode. This was the <laughs> one that everything had been leading up to, and we got a lot of awesome flashbacks that I think mm-hmm. we should jump into, where we really found out the meat and potatoes of <laughs> Miles and Monroe's relationship, and kind of what they're all about, and why... They've, they've been so strong together. And the first part we get, it kind of goes backwards in time. The first mm-hmm. part we get is them together during the Trenton campaign, which was five years after the blackout. And Monroe is telling Miles that they're running out of bullets, and we kind of get to learn why they're using swords and being pirates, which Kristen was pirates. gleeful about. <laughs> so happy were. about the pirates. Sexy yeah. pirates. She actually fainted for a moment because she was so excited. <laughs> Just dress like a pirate and you win my heart. I'm waiting for a peg leg to come up. Yeah. I, 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 I. And so we get that <laughs> Wait, moment. is that Popeye or is that a pirate? Wait, what does Revolution start with? I like Popeye. Where's Popeye? I, I, yeah, that, Popeye's a sailor. Sailor so a man. different. Oh, Kristen Popeye will go for sailors, sailor too. Sailor man. So sailors or pirates, apparently. <laughs> but Miles in this scene has been shot. And Miles is telling Bastion just to go and to leave him. And Bastion refuses to because of all the times that Miles has saved him. And as we find out, they're typically brothers. What, what did you guys think about this opening sequence? I was happy that we were finally getting to their storyline, as I feel like they're the main characters of the show. I think it definitely caught, uh, it piques your interest, because there's all these explosions, and we haven't really seen their relationship that much. We've yeah. heard about it. We've seen <clears throat> slight flashbacks, but this really delved into their relationship and, and why you know, because we learned the last episode that Miles didn't kill Monroe when he had the chance. Right. And you're like, well, you know that they're friends, and that'd be a little awkward, but... I have a question well, for Captain you guys. Bennett. Like, who's the real big bad in this? It, like, it's been built up for us that we are supposed to think that it's Monroe. It's Dr. Claw. 
It's it Randall. It could exactly. be Randall. Randall. I think maybe, maybe, or it could be Grace, or it could be Rachel, or it could it could be anyone. I don't it could think be it's No. So I was kind of hoping that a little off topic, but I was kind of hoping that. Monroe would end up dying and that Tom Neville was going to take over mm-hmm. and become the new leader of the militia. Yeah. Because that kind of would yeah. made sense based on last week's episode Agreed. and everything that was going on. So I was kind of hoping for a little bit of that action. But we find out, going back to the Brotherhood, the Brotherhood <laughs> of the Traveling Pants, we find out that they have been going through a lot together. And they've been known, known, known each other ever since they were kids. And we get mm-hmm. the next flashback being them at the graveyard where... Monroe is drinking away his sorrows, yeah. sitting, and we find out that his entire family, or immediate family, has just died from a drunk driver killing them, mm-hmm. and he is not doing too well. Not so doing he's going to have a drink. Well, course. I like what he actually said. He said he was having a family dinner, which I liked that uh, choice of words because, you know, clearly he's just drinking alcohol with all his family who is now dead, but I really liked those words in the script. Well, I thought it was interesting because of the fact that he did lose his family. I don't know if that made him like hard the way he is now, or if his did that change the way he thinks about other people's family as far as like Miles and his family. Like that's what I was trying to figure out. Well, I think it did two things. I mean, one thing it was it made it so you know that he has no personal connections per se that are, might hold him back or might have changed after the blackout. He has no one, no ties. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, as they point out, it just made, as Miles told him, we're brothers. Right. Mm-hmm. So it made it that much stronger of a relationship. So now, as we kind of keep seeing from him, he feels like Miles is his family. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's he's the only person he has to live for. What else does he have? He doesn't have a woman in his life. and I mean, unless we just haven't seen her, but he's got really nothing. It's weird. No, she he could has, be paired up with like three people. Right? No, he had a, in his yeah, I was going to say he had a little lady some, in his bed, some brunette in there. Yeah, but she has no significance. We know what that's. Oh, for. she has significance. <laughs> <laughs> Tell <laughs> that actress that. Yikes! Uh, she fulfilled a need. <laughs> she fulfilled. exactly. But Miles probably knows who that woman is because he made that remark that one time. I know what he does. I know who he sleeps with. Oh, that's well. true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. He's had several ladies, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, he also was like a total womanizer, apparently, right. after yeah. this whole thing happened, mm-hmm. as I think Rachel remarks. So, afterwards, we keep going back in time. And the next part that we go back to is them as kids playing. And we find out the start of the Monroe symbol and where it <laughs> came from, which yeah. was them as kids kind of just coming up with, like, oh, Monroe and Matheson. And they kind of made an M to signify from both of them being together. So mm-hmm. that was kind of cool to find out where it came from. And I feel like that's where a lot of like things like that come from. Because if you look at modern-day gangs that all came from groups of kids who yeah. first like came up with something that they thought was cool, and then it grew into something really right. bigger than it should have been. Yeah. There's so many things that are like that. I mean, I, I did enjoy like that part in this in the scene where um, you, you got to see that background and a, a backstory, I should say, on what the the M's were all about. M and M. Yeah, I mean, yes. that's the hard part about it. I mean, with nostalgia, is it's really like this thing that you remember that perhaps never really happened. <laughs> like you make it bigger than it is, and then you're all always trying to recreate that as an adult. And I feel like. For more so for Monroe, he's, like, not grown up, and it's still, like, this battlefield as they were kids Mm -hmm. is what he's, like, treating it like now and without regard for anyone else. I thought it was a good transition with one of their flashbacks with the little kids where they said, um, uh, where he's like, I'm going to kill you, Miles, and I'd like you... 
I'd like to see you try bass, and it's just the great parallel between them as little kids where you're goofing around and doing that, and they probably never thought in a million years, I actually am going to try to kill you <laughs> yeah, later. Right, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's also, as Kristen said, where you see them kind of growing up, too, and you see that multiple times, like they were fighting the war as kids, then mm-hmm. they were fighting the war as adults, and then they were fighting the war together. So like it kept on growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. And or it shows how much you don't grow up sometimes. There you go. Especially for them, Monroe is still looking towards Miles even all these years later and wants him back. Yeah, I was going to say it was more Monroe who didn't grow up because Miles seems to have left that. Obviously, we find out later he's left that that part of his life, but he's definitely mm-hmm. taken a different path. Yeah. Yeah, so let's jump on the um, the kind of normal part of the episode now. So this backstory is going to come in incredibly important later on, but we start off with in Philly where Charlie's head is bleeding, once again, from the knock to the head last episode. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out what they're going to do when Nora sexes it up a little bit to oh. try and <laughs> get into Kip's room. Should Kip's some place. readjusting. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of readjusting That always there. works. And then they bust in. <laughs> Gets you indoors. Right, exactly. <laughs> she busts, busts it up to bust in. And <laughs> they... <Nice. laughs> <laughs> like Stephen liked nice that better day. too. That was a good one. Laughter from the booth. <laughs> so they um, they end up getting in and kind of convincing Kip to take them in. Miles kind of convinces them, and then Miles leaves them to go head out and try and find info on Danny because they're my streets. Yeah, <laughs> he knows all about the streets. That Miles. Uh-huh. I still don't get why he wouldn't put yep. on a hat yep. or something. I'm sorry. That, cost- hype over that, song. that costly girl on the you can't chat tease mentioned. me like that, Stephen. <laughs> that costly girl on the chat mentioned Sassy Nora was her favorite. Oh. So, what did you guys think about this whole scene with Kip? Did you think that he was going to be trustworthy? What did you think? I. I oh, yeah. go ahead. I feel like we didn't get enough of him, actually. Yeah. Like, he was short lived. Kip, who? Like, I know what his face looks like, and I know that he was Miles' friend, but as a character, we didn't get anything about him. Well, it's interesting. They said that he was Miles' only friend, right? Yeah. That was his Whatever. only friend in the city. So, so. L- let's, like, get a flashback. Like, give me something. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, it didn't give us too much backstory on him besides that. So. Tell me one thing about the character. Probably just because they were going to take him away so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at first true. I didn't necessarily think he was shady, but he did not nece- He did not look happy to see Miles. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think he was going to turn them in, so I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. when Miles, or when, uh, yeah, when Tom Neville came in. So uh, that that sort of surprised me. Well, well he, he didn't. didn't well, he turn didn't him turn him in. No. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I mean, it surprised me at first because I, like I was saying, I didn't think that it was him. So at first, it surprised me, and then it was revealed oh. that Tom figured oh, it out. Gotcha. I was like, oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But let's talk about that scene beforehand with Neville before he breaks in, where Monroe's talking with Tom Neville, and Neville gets a coded message from the guy who died last episode through Charlie's arrow. Wheatley. Where, Wheatley. Wheatley. Where. Miles, where he's Miles is on his way, or they kind of figured out that Miles is on his way, and mm-hmm. Neville wants him to go to the house in Boston, or Neville wants uh, Monroe to go to the house in Boston, mm-hmm. and Bastion's like, "Run away! What are you talking about?" So right. he's refusing to have I any don't of it. Run! I do not run. Yeah. And we get a little bit about Monroe's character from that scene, which is that. I mean, he will stand and fight to the end. He's the captain of his boat. He'll go down with it no matter what. I think he's just nuts like most captains, but those are the ones I like, so. Or he's a little nuts. (laughs) Or he's a little nuts. (laughs) But 
Uh, we find out also that, and I, this is kind of what I thought was interesting in this scene, is we find out about a border war going on with Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently there's this big war going little on that, drop. We, that we didn't know about. I mean, there's kind of little references because they always have maps that they're mm-hmm. looking at, strategic maps. So maybe this is sort of where um, that why the militia still exists is because maybe people think, oh, it is good because they're fighting border wars and they're fighting yeah. those invaders who are coming. So maybe we're getting a little bit of why the militia is still I think they're around. fighting the border war so that they can just take over. They do say it's to expand their territory. That yeah, is what they say. So. And I think um, we'll probably get more of that story the next season, too, because they are seeming to give us a little glimpses well, of it. And yeah. now they'll potentially be able to fly over there. Yeah. And I heard that, like, next season it takes, like, a huge turn in a different direction, clearly, because we're not looking for Danny anymore. And they have, have their group together. But I would have liked to see just a little bit of that, of what's going to happen, to kind of tease us. They probably just made enough episodes just in case it it didn't take off the, <laughs> the series because it's so new and you're never sure that they could have ended it here. Yeah. If yeah. they really needed to. Right, that's a good point. But they find Danny, kill Monroe, and boom, it's over. And then it's over. First series, done. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they definitely could have switched things around depending on Mm -hmm. what happened and how well the show was doing. Mm -hmm. So it does make it so they have a lot more now that they can play with because the show did so well. Yeah. So let's jump into the scene afterwards where it was kind of Nora and Aaron were sleeping, and that this is now why we find out uh, Tom Neville was able to find them Mm -hmm. was because he figured out from this coded message, and he's just kind of showing off, again, he's smart, he can yeah. read into things and figure that, hey, Kip's the only guy, the only place that Miles would go, so he's showing he also can read into Miles and knows things. Mm-hmm. So, Insurance agents. Insurance agents, what you gonna do? Gotta be careful. I never knew they had such skills. They're gonna track you down, Kristen. Watch out. <laughs> they, prob- they probably should. Again, I'm still looking at Tom like he has meth to deal to somebody every time I see <laughs> every him. Time. Yeah. Or he's a genie from Once Upon a Time. I'm ready for it. <laughs> so, a genie who deals a meth. Genie who deals what do meth. you wish for? Meth? I can provide that. He's oh, still boy. a very mysterious character. I think that's mm-hmm. my favorite part of him is he always has so much mystery behind those eyes. Yeah. He does. I don't. He does, <laughs> but he doesn't anymore. Ever since we learned his backstory, you know, the, what the third episode in, I, I get him now. I get who. I feel like I get who Neville is as a person. Yeah. You know, he's but so ego driven. Like, yeah. I feel at this point that that's who he is. But I, I still don't know if we can predict what he's going to do. True, true. Yeah. I'm more interested in his wife's backstory because she all of a sudden is way more hard than she was in the flashbacks. Oh, I definitely. was so ready for but her I guess to die. So was Neville, though, at the same time, so they've kind of both grown hard together. Yeah. I really felt like we needed a bigger finale death than the one that we got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I kind of was too. But let's, um, before we talk about this, is where a big split up happens. And before we go into that, I should mention, guys, that we appreciate your feedback in any way possible, whether that be going on iTunes, going on YouTube. Please rate us. Give us comments, positive or negative. It doesn't matter. We just want to see how we can make the show better for you guys. And also join us on the live chat. We've got people on right now who are checking out, and we'll definitely read your comments when you get the chance and call in, too. So make sure you do all of those things, all of the above. So let's get into the split up. (laughs) Not the the major split up at the end, but the split up of the characters. Where first we're going to talk about kind of Charlie, Rachel, and Danny and their whole situation that they're in. So we start with Charlie getting locked up with Rachel. What? So she's thrown in the cell with Rachel, and Rachel's happy to see her, but she does not look too happy. She's like, bitch, where you been (laughs) my whole life? You know, we had this discussion (laughs) while we were watching it. I still feel like there should have been more questions from Charlie 
to her mother at that point. Right. I, I didn't fully believe that it's been this amount of time and she wouldn't have any more questions than that. Like, just I know she would be angry with her, but I just felt like there should have been a little bit more. If I haven't seen my mom in 15 years, I'm like, listen, we're first of all, where the hell were you? Let's start yeah. there. <laughs> you know, uh, what's going, you know, what's, give me all the story of what the hell just happened mm-hmm. because I've been on my own, you know, mm-hmm. with my brother and I thought you were dead. So, I, I can understand her being upset, but I just wanted a little bit more yeah. of I feel that like, reaction. I feel like the real reaction, though, how we would be in real life, would come off cheesy in a show, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think know. Not, no, not is, on The Walking it, Dead. It, it kind of no, comes, <laughs> comes off of, like a little unrealistic to me, though. Like I feel like also with Danny, like we didn't get that question yeah. either. I think the first thing on my mind is, you're alive? It, yeah. Where have you been? That'd yeah. be the very first thing on my mind, and that's what I want to know as a viewer, too. But where the hell a, has she been? Yeah. But as a writer, I don't know if they could have written that and people been like, oh, it's so cheesy. Well, I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I don't wouldn't know. take it as cheesy. I would yeah. just take it as maybe they don't want... I would take it as they don't want to reveal where she's been yet, and that's why they're not doing it. Yeah. But... I mean, it just kind of comes off as why are they? Why is she not asking her this, and why mm-hmm. have we not found this out? Yeah, it just seemed like a small void in that. particular Yeah, but scene. she couldn't answer that because that would give us way too much. So it's like that takes us somewhere else. It takes a show in another direction that they are not ready to go to. Like she can't answer because that's revealing information to us too. So I feel like by avoiding having the character ask that. They're also delaying plot points that we need to get to later on. What if she just had a hard-boiled response? Where have you been? In prison, and she doesn't expand off of that. Yeah, I don't think that's I could this take kind that, of though. show. <laughs> well, that's another thing. I thought Charlie was a little too harsh because obviously her mother's in prison, and she doesn't know the backstory to that or why she is. But to just be pissed that oh you left, but she's in prison, so something happened between the moment she left and mm-hmm. the point that now she's locked behind bars in the Monroe Republic, and she doesn't know any else of anything else. Yeah, I was a little angry at Charlie, actually, that she was so mad at her mom. Again, us knowing what she's done and what she did, who knows, maybe she was going somewhere else and it wasn't the Monroe Republic for as much as Charlie knows, and here she is, like, ragging on her mom, who's in a jail cell. I was kind of happy that she was really pissed at her mom. No, I mean, I could see her being pissed off, and Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I was happy she was pissed. I see that. It was just more of a, I, I would think she would have a million questions. questions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's my more, point. Yeah. yeah, like, I'm pissed off, definitely. I would be pissed off, too. But I, I just thought she'd have more questions. But I think I'd be happier that my mom was alive and thought that maybe she would come back for me and got taken. You're a better person. I don't know. That's I mean, that would be my person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Charlie may have been like that, like, before this big adventure, before she lost everyone. But I think she's hardened a lot since then. She's definitely like her, hardened. Like her mom said, you've grown up. Yeah. That was her is. reaction to how Charlie was treating her as you've grown up. So Watchtower Base agrees that he thinks it's understandable she was pissed. So from the live chat, we've got some agreeance <laughs> with that. Thank you. Now, not everyone's as soft as Kristen over here. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't be a little <laughs> bit mad because her mom didn't leave her, but I thought that harsh it's still your mother for god's sake I mean, you haven't seen her in 15 years it's ridiculous it is true that she know. is behind bars it's not like she's just walking maybe out I like, like oh, my hey. mom more <laughs> yeah I think you do I think you have reason to I don't think that Charlie did have reason to well from last episode we, Charlie might have liked her dad a little bit more anyway right yeah, yeah. Well, she go just Tim grew, she grew up <laughs> with yeah Tim, Tim Guinea. Guinea. that's go Tim. true she wasn't in the flashback at she all she wasn't in the flashback Mm-mm. I'm just saying so we do get these moments where Charlie's just biting into Rachel and Rachel doesn't know where Danny is but as they're kind of or Rachel wants to know about Ben's death and Charlie has to explain about what happened and when she hears about Miles 
her immediate responses did her immediate responses did he hurt you so there's something yeah. that we don't know there about <laughs> Rachel and Miles that has clearly happened that we're not finding out that we will hopefully figure out soon here but yeah. there's something going on between the two of them when they get to meet Danny pretty soon because Strausser comes in to grab the ladies and bring them to Danny <laughs> a family reunion yes yep We've been waiting for this moment for a while now. This is how all my family reunions are, too. It's, it's very weird. <laughs> Y'all meet in jail. <laughs> yeah, we all meet in jail. Someone grabs me, yeah. pulls me to them, and it's, uh, it's, it's strange family reunions. Yeah. All around in the Klein family. That, that weird. So, Strasser, um so after that, Monroe... <laughs> Thank you, Quagmire. <laughs> Monroe comes in to greet the family, and he wants Rachel to finish the amplifier. And we get kind of the first really intense moment in this episode where Strasser says, choose which of your children I will kill, and just immediately starts pointing the gun, and Charlie offers herself up, and it looks mm-hmm. like he's about to shoot her. And I, I thought that he was just going to go, oh, well, since you... Want to die? He just turned and shoot Danny. Shoot Danny, yeah. I that would that be a good happen. movie. That would be a good movie. Day. Well, we knew he wasn't going to shoot Charlie. You know, so I liked that part, though. I did mm. like the part, but I, I do agree with Dave. I was hoping that maybe Danny might get a little clip clip from from this particular scene. That was just sort of what I was expecting, though. Yeah. I was like, okay, and then he would click, shoot the click, other guy because this is what you want. Yeah. So I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, give exactly. it to you. So. She, this is how again, once again, Rachel breaks. Is any time it is her children. At stake, she breaks, and she says she'll help them with the amplifier because, once again, it is the children at stake. And we find out that this is the amplifier that was being worked on last week from the doctor that she killed. Right. Jaffe. 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 By stabbing him through the eye with a screwdriver. Not the no, eye. No, chest. The <laughs> chest. I'm, I'm going to imagine the eye because that's even more gruesome. Yeah. But stabbing him with a screwdriver. <laughs> so, um, really good intense moment there, though. And that costly girl in the chat says, Strasser. Oh, dear heavens, that man frightens me. <laughs> doesn't frighten Rachel too much, though. Your daughter's Rachel like a- doesn't seem to be scared of a lot of things, actually. Yeah. So- I just really like that line that he said. He's like, your daughter's like a peach, and I can eat peaches all day. That was dirty. That was, that was so dirty. dirty. It's really dirty. A little creep Very factor creepy. there going All on. day. Peaches. So <laughs> Millions of peaches. We, we peaches do get Monroe mentioning... <laughs> We do get Monroe mentioning a good hostage will work every time, which is pretty funny at that moment because it's right after the scene we'll talk about soon where Miles is holding Tim's uh, Tom's family hostage. Yeah. So once again, you're kind of seeing that, my, as Miles taught me, a good hostage will work every time. Nice, yeah. yeah. So fun to see, once again, that kind of play between the two of them and how much they've... that Miles has really influenced Monroe, and I think that's what we get out of that, mm-hmm. just how much he's influenced him. He was like his parent. That he didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Like a big, you know, the big brother, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Charlie and Miles, or Charlie and Aaron, sorry. Charlie and Aaron are then brought into a room and locked up where they're trying to figure out how to bust out of the vent by doing the Nora Busty method. When (laughs) a militia dude catches them and catches Danny, where all of a sudden Charlie comes out of nowhere with a vent and beats him over the face. 
Yes. And then it stabs him. That was a nice scene because awesome. I actually, when, when mm-hmm. the guard walked in and I saw Danny crawling, I was like, why Why didn't they wait? You know, why didn't they, if they said yeah. they heard footsteps, I was like, why the hell didn't they wait until, <laughs> you know, yeah. he comes, looks in the into the cell and then leaves. And then they surprised us with that move. I was like, man, look at Charlie's, the, she's badass. Once all again, grown up. All Heck, grown up. Even Danny was surprised. You see the look on his face? He, yeah. That was the best. Because he had <laughs> never, <laughs> it was a good um, reaction because he has never seen her like that. Yeah. That's yeah. not the sister he remembers. She just grabbed that gun. He was in yeah. awe of her the whole time. All I feel they, like he had like two lines this whole episode. Yeah, but yeah. At, least, yeah. at least we got to see him again, though. True. It's been like two, three episodes since we've even seen him. True. Nate, he grew out his hair a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Dave yeah. missed his hair. <laughs> I did. Jason is probably still sleeping. <laughs> his hair. I'm just daydreaming so here dreamy. about his hair. Yeah, we, we didn't see Jason, though, in this probably episode probably still at all. sleeping from the injuries. Probably. He's just sleeping it off. Hanging out. He has no idea what's going on. He hasn't been in the last couple episodes. Well, maybe uh, Tom's hiding him because his girlfriend, you know, is in town. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> or maybe he's flying that helicopter at the end, but we'll talk about that yeah. later. Yeah. Oh, he's going to save him. Yeah. So I, like, I hope so. I like the scene with um, Rachel trying to get the amplifier working where you kind of see the the hint of the hammer for a moment. Yeah. And it's... um. Anonymous on the chat kind of mentioned, was it really a good idea for Strausser to taunt Rachel while she was around so many tools? <laughs> Turns out, no. He's not very smart. <laughs> As was, we find out. He was focused on his peaches. Yeah. He was, he was Where's hungry. Where's that peaches song, yeah. Steven? I like that. I was tempted to, but it went by so fast. We're Sorry. talking about it now. You want me to do it? Yeah, I want some peaches. I'll do it. <laughs> Bust it out. <laughs> I'm just using that word all over the place. Tonight. That's right. Best. Peaches is my word. You Peaches can say and busting out. out, and it's all just that's what's yeah. on my mind. Is that part of the drinking game today? It should be. It should be. Watch <laughs> our base. Get on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this for you, Matt. Exactly. <laughs> so, Where, where's our where's song? Where's our song? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Well, while we, right, well, while we wait, wait for, for some peaches, let's talk about... <laughs> oh, 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 there, we, there go. we go. Oh, I love the beginning. It's like the best part. Let's get into it a little bit. I'm going to skip it for you then. I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. Moving to the country. I'm going to eat me a lot of peaches. Moving to the country. I, I just—I thought that was your hair. I was like, man, I just got hair in my whips. I think there's going to be a new music video with Strasser. I just got whipped by Kristen. <laughs> oh, we have all oh, these various have peaches. Peaches, peaches on our screen right now. For those who are just listening, we have a screen in our studio that is playing a bunch of peaches and images on it. And which, images of peaches. And imi- this more is our, images of that's peaches. That's the theme of the season, mid-season finale is peaches. <laughs> this is our rest in peace to Strausser. Yes. Rest in peace. Yeah. Okay. Country. So let's jump in. I'm still eating peaches. Let's talk about the other half of the group, <laughs> where it's Aaron with Tom Neville, and Nora's there as well. And Tom Neville recognizes Aaron a little bit there from the whole Google campaign. <laughs> yes. And assumes Aaron was... He kind of assumes there that Aaron was this high and mighty asshole who treated everybody at a cubicle like crap. And he's like, I was mm-hmm. that guy in a cubicle. But look at me now and look how the tables have turned. Look at me now. Well, well he delivered my now. favorite quote. He called him a fat... No, Kristen. Oh, he called him a fat, pot-marked ass. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought it was great and yet slightly creepy when he goes, I'm a big fan of your work. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted you to know. Yeah. Yeah, like here he is insulting him. I just wanted you to know. Just wanted you to know. I want you to know. 
<laughs> We're getting really creepy in here yeah. tonight. It's because it's the mid-season finale. Mid-season exactly. finale. Crazy things are happening. Crazy things. It's a full moon. As that Psych. costly girl mentions, After Buzz Revolution, now a musical. Yes. That's <laughs> awesome. We sing. We've shown all of our talents. I keep dropping um, titles of songs, but Steven won't go for them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I think we got to talk. This is a talking show. It's a singing And then show. we sing to the music. And as we're explaining it. So we get that Miles, or not Miles, that Tom's plan is to use Aaron and Nora's bait for Miles to try yes. and get Miles in. And it sort of backfires on him just, just a little bit. We mm-hmm. see Miles has busted in to mm-hmm. Tom Neville's place. And he has Julia Gulia as hostage by sword. Wedding singer. Could so, some wedding singer music, please? <laughs> I loved his entrance there, too. He goes, mind pouring me one? And Neville had no idea that Miles no was going to be there. I mean, here's a guy who's on top of his game, and yeah. Miles just beat him at it. It's yeah. great to see. Well, I also thought it was interesting that Neville used the lines that he was saying to, to Miles, that you broke into my house, you, you you took my wife, or I think he says something in reference to that. But I was like, oh, what a hypocrite. He does yeah. that to everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. So how can you be pissed off that this is happening to you? It's about time it happened to you. Mm-hmm. But what do you guys think about that line that he's like, you know I'm going to kill you for this someday? Yeah, That's kind of why I thought it might be um, a preview to maybe that Monroe mm-hmm. was going to get killed and Tom as Julie... Julia mentioned that she Julia, wants him Julia. to be the head of yeah. the militia. Now I'm going that, to kill you. Yeah, that he <laughs> that he would end up being the head of the militia and just trying to gun down for Miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Julia should kill Monroe and be like, now is your time or something like that. That'd be good. I, I, but I can't lie. I wanted Julia to, to bite it tonight. I wanted Miles to take her out. I thought yeah. that would have been a, mm-hmm. a cool scene to have her killed. Because then Tom would have really had something really to fight yeah. for. Yeah, yeah it would have changed his... His whole persona even more. And yeah. he was just locked in a closet. No, he was trapped in the closet. <laughs> he was trapped in the closet. R. Kelly style. Yeah, R. Kelly style. <laughs> oh, all don't right. I was thinking closet. about right. the Eminem song. Something. I'm in a closet. Please. So yeah. Julia believes that. <laughs> so Julia believes that Miles is bluffing this whole time. Yeah. Is telling, trying to tell and convince Tom that Miles is bluffing. And we really don't know if Miles is bluffing or not because he's killed a lot of people in his day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Julia's convinced and. We see that this is, again, if you have the right hostage, you can make people buckle. This is the right hostage that is making Neville buckle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he goes and grabs Aaron, goes and grabs Nora. Doesn't have the kids, but he grabs them and he has buckled here and is telling them where they can find the uh, Danny and, and Charlie and where everybody's at. Yeah. So definitely a defining character moment. And you find... Because we weren't really totally sure before just how much the two of them cared about each other. And we find just how, how much, at least Neville, still cares about his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to that extent that this is the character that will make him buckle. And it does seem to be like a, 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 a ongoing thing that they're, all the people are scared of the wa- way Miles used to be. They don't know that he's had this little bit of transition while he's been with... It's really hard to talk while this R. Kelly song is playing. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just picturing the video. Because my mind is going to a different place. <laughs> but no, I mean, we see that we that everyone who comes across Miles is still scared of what Miles used to be. Right. But we know as as he's changed with Charlie. He's a changed man. He's a changed man. Rains, man. But even tonight, it's like Monroe, I think... Or, excuse me, um, Neville was a little bit nervous about mm-hmm. what Miles would really do to Julia just because of that history of w- the way he used to be. Mm-hmm. So, so a Hey Man guy with all of Kristen's references to music thinks that you and partying has assumed you're now the Kesha of After Buzz? <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> I wrote that down. I was going to tell you later in case it didn't come up. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank so, you. All right, I think party you're going to go party girl. later. Thank you. <laughs> 
I, I don't know. I don't know. Just don't wake up letting your hair look like it was just in vomit. That's what Kesha looks like. Yeah, After Buzz TV, Jack Daniel flavored toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. But so Miles has found out where they're at, and Miles, Nora, and Aaron go on the quest to try and get them back and save them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron is placed with a mission from Nora. Nora has made, as always, some sort of bomb, some sort of explosive. And mm-hmm. Aaron is placed on the quest to blow crap up. Blow some S up. So they're going to sneak in, and Aaron's the one who actually finds the way and knows where to go Mm -hmm. because of Mm -hmm. his smarts, and we're seeing his intelligence starting to pay off. Yeah. And he's kind of left behind here to not have to take part in the action moments. Science. 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 (laughs) He's left behind for science. So what, yeah. did you guys? Um, I, I mean, think I th- he was actually left behind. I mean, obviously they needed somebody to do that, but mm-hmm. out of the three of them, it makes sense that. He oh, would are you be saying he's useless? Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying he's useless. But he knows about science. I know he. No, no, I think he's smart. But in terms of running in there and having yeah, to no, shoot I, people I, and grab them yeah, and run out, yeah, that's not him. <laughs> wow, science. We should have oh. Bill Nye. Oh my God, this is awesome. I wow. love Bill Nye. The We're like a guy. musical tonight. Seriously, science. Bill Nye the science. I love guy. it. Okay, so it, it was an intake pike that he leads them to specifically. So this is kind of the moment where all the action just goes out of control. So mm-hmm. Charlie and Danny have kind of broken out, and they're looking for Rachel. When they start getting shot at, and as they're trying to defend themselves, Miles comes out of nowhere and stabs a dude right through his chest. We finally see some blood. Finally. Yep. I've been asking for this all season. We, I got what I wanted We tonight. actually see it, the blood and dude falls down and Miles is down there just in time and everybody is ready to go. Charlie's got her gun she doesn't know how to use. Maybe yeah. it was a bow, but she has a gun and they're ready to go. Action yeah. Jackson, Bo Jackson. I like that. So, Conjunction Jackson, what's your function? Okay. So what, what did you guys think about that scene overall? It was nice to see some action and really pick it up. Mm-hmm. I yeah. know you were excited. I was excited. Now, I think, was it you, Kristen, or you, Kristen, who said... Uh, well, one yeah, person which, now. Which it was both of us. Kristen, Kristen. Um, that why were they shooting at... at Charlie and Danny because they don't want them to get killed yet. I mean, right. because they have to use that leverage for Rachel. But mm-hmm. I think someone brought up the point that they probably didn't know that. Well, no, they, they had to know who they were at that time. They were shoot- they knew Possibly. that they had escaped. So I why were they shooting? Maybe them? shooting to injure, to slow down, or just scare them. Slow your row. Have you noticed that they always miss though? They, they always are. Miss. those soldiers are as, some as bad shots. Stormtroopers. Out their storm they troopers. always miss. They are the stormtroopers of this world. The the biggest miss was the one with with Miles and Rachel in the doorway. I'm like, really? Yeah. She didn't hit him somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the leg or I don't know. Something. There was a lot of guns, lots of bullets. Do you want to take a fan lights. call? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Did Casey call last week? I don't. All know. right, fan, you're on the line. Yeah. Hey, hey. what's happening? Hey. What's up? Welcome hey. to After Buzz. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> It's uh, Tim Guinea. How are you? Oh, Tim! Tim! What's happening? <laughs> I thought that was you. What a nice surprise. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. What are you people doing awake? You're crazy. <laughs> we need to talk, talk to you. Tim, we talked about you last week. We were like, we should have Tim call in. We were like, oh, it's probably too late. Yeah, and we were giving you a shout-out earlier this week. We episode. just gave you a shout-out like, like 10 minutes ago. Fantastic. What do you guys do during the hiatus? Um, I guess we have other shows that we yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. What are what are you doing? 
is the That's question. not right. <laughs> <laughs> dating another girl or something now. Or, I don't know. This is terrible. <laughs> I feel like we're being cheated on. How can you date it? Uh, doing other shows? Well, we were disappointed to not see you in this episode. Yeah, yeah we did any of you. You were talked about, though. We want to see some flashbacks with you and your wife, actually, Rachel. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Get on it immediately. Good. What are you going to do? Are you going to be filming in this four-month hiatus? Yes. Nice. That's exciting. I'm happy to hear about so you, that. You make it your wish. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm really hoping to see hey. some moments with Tim and Rachel, or not Tim, Ben, your character <laughs> Ben, with Rachel and see kind of what they knew. Because, I mean, there was a reason she was sent away, and I would assume your character knew. And I want to see... Mm-hmm. What the decision was that led to that. Well, and I want to see actually your character with Miles as well yeah. because yeah. you obviously, he, Ben obviously trusts Miles so much. I know they're brothers, but if everybody else, he's head of the militia, I want a little background with that. Yeah. Especially after we got that nice flashback last week with Charlie between, it was like her after, you know, her reality life was with miles there and then you were in her fantasy life so it was a nice scene to have both you guys in that in that and trying to in, in that oh, reveal as well it was so great it was so fun doing that i thought dave lyons was unbelievable in this episode tonight yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. what was sorry. your favorite totally. part of the episode i'm sorry what was your favorite part of the episode I, I, it actually was the two um, scenes with Miles and and uh, and and Monroe. Those mm-hmm. I, I just thought uh, I, I thought he was unbelievable, Dave Lyons. I, mm-hmm. I yeah. really he he just got me both times, and I just thought it was great work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was definitely nice to see them finally come together because that's kind of what we've been waiting for all season is the two and right. that's what they've been building up to so I'm glad we got to see it during this mid-season finale and yeah. see what happened and I'm also hoping we get to see more of your relationship with them as well Tim, me too <laughs> Tim did <laughs> you guys being revealed here <laughs> Tim did you guys all get together and watch the mid-season finale together no I actually finished shooting uh, the beginning of last week and and came home. So I'm actually home in upstate New York. Oh, okay. oh, wow. oh so you're a really So right. yeah, this is like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, we're honored that you're calling him right now. It's like 3 a.m.? It's like almost 3 there. <laughs> yes. But are you now a, I have to go to sleep. <laughs> no, are you up tweeting? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I literally woke up and I thought, I should just call them. It's exactly what happened. Oh, oh, man. I'm so happy that you think night. about us in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, I won't say anything on that, Tim. All right, all right, Kristen. <laughs> I'm always thinking about all of you. <laughs> I am very pleased this to is, hear that. These are interesting it's late really nights. Creepy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you naked, are... covered in raspberry jam. And peaches. <laughs> and peaches. Don't forget the peaches. Tim, I, I need to find out what you're doing to get dreams like these because I want in on some of these dreams. <laughs> Everyone dreams of after buzz. This is what I'm going to be thinking about tonight, I think, when I go to bed. You know, literally what it was, the, the one time I did your show, uh, I heard that that lead-in music you have. Yeah. Yeah. It won't leave my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's there for life. After Buzz TV. <laughs> after Buzz TV. That's why we do it. We're trying to hook you. It's never going to leave. It's like the pop song oh that won't go God. away. Honestly, after you I do totally this, sh- 
after I do this show, I like can't sleep for like two hours after we're done here. It <laughs> yes. keeps me up. Yeah, it's because you re-energize yourself to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tim, thank you so much for calling, though. It's so I'm excited great hearing I didn't, from you. I'm excited because I didn't get to talk to you last time. I was yeah, really I depressed. Didn't I was really sad as well. I couldn't be here. Yeah, the full group's here tonight, Tim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I will talk in four months. Yeah, wait, I have yeah, one more question so. before you go. When are you? Are, yeah. When is the Broadway show coming? How's that coming along? It's, uh, it's good. It's good. We're, we're still... I mean, it's a you know it takes a long time. So, right. Uh, you know it'll it'll probably be a couple more years before oh, the wow. curtain goes up. But but it's good. I didn't realize it took that long. Yeah. Yeah. What what yeah, can, where okay while the while revolution isn't on where can we catch you? Where can the fans you, go and see you? Um. Well, I'm in uh, Promised Land with uh, Matt Damon, um, uh, Gus Van Sant movie. That I think is I don't know when it's 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 starting soon I think in sometime in December or something it's opening. Oh and great! A film uh, called Just Like a Woman that uh, a French film it should be opening soon too. Awesome, nice, cool. and we we can also find you in bed dreaming about After, After, Buzz. Buzz. After Buzz TV <laughs> and at in Tim Guinea yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> yes, definitely, yeah. definitely follow that's, Tim Guinea. All right. I'm I'm closing my eyes now. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Tim. Thank you, Miss Why You Sleep. Thank you, Miss Michael. Bye. Have night. a great night. Have a great one, Tim. That was great hearing from Tim again. That was, that was awesome. Yay. No, it's funny. We just talked about him last week and went him on the show. And I know Chris and I were like, yeah. oh, we got to hear from Tim finally because we missed the last time. Yeah, we were oh, stuck Tim at work. Tim is the man. Tim is the man. Yeah. If there's a man, that's Tim. He is the the only. He is just the. And hopefully we will get a lot more of Ben next mid-season as well. Yes, it sounds like we will. Or next season. So let's jump back into the episode and talk about the fact that right after Miles busts in, there's all these gunshots. Monroe has now left to kind of trace out these gunshots because he just knows that it has to do with Miles. And we get Rachel left alone with Strausser when she whips out the hammer and busts him in the head. That was yeah. so awesome. That was. But then she misses, or that doesn't miss, but she yeah. drops That didn't take him down too much. No. He's Trotter, what is his head made of? <laughs> he gets a hammer to the head, and he just keeps on going. He's got peaches. Hard oh, peaches. Totally. Maybe totally. he's peaches. Maybe he's used to getting hammers thrown at yeah, him. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, maybe. Oh. I'm sure he is. He this is the creepiest revolution. He probably probably thinks that that way. I took it there. I did. He probably thinks that that's sexy. I mean, remember when they used to talk about him being an artiste with um, the knives and whatnot? So you're saying so. he's a masochist? Probably. Um, All right, so he enjoys it. He's that type. So as he's enjoying it, he uh, pushes, he kind of whips around, puts um, puts Rachel in a hold when she once again gets the hammer and sends him into a happy good times as she smashes him with a hammer and stabs him. And he smiles as he dies because he's so happy. He kind of like <laughs> sat up really yeah, quick and like shaking. I didn't think that he thought that she would do it, but as we know, she is like a born killer. Yeah, She's no, no half measures for Rachel. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you kind of just have to. It's like either do or die. And nice, apparently, Dave. I like that. 
Yeah, do or die situation. But we get into this moment where she says, "This is for what you did to me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what we did were. He do? We, yeah. What type of peaches is he? Has he been? Uh, <laughs> he uh, well, ripe, he, he, what type of ripe he, peaches yeah. has he been grabbing at? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he had some peaches. Some, yeah, he Relished definitely did some things peaches. that she was not happy about. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, we got some of the people in the live chat also curious why she said that. And I he mean, definitely raped her, to yeah, be that's clear. What, yeah, I definitely believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it definitely comes across that way. I mean, there there is the chance. It was just because of everything that, for beating up the, her kids. Yeah. There's the chance. It's the chance. Nah, but she's, I, it, yeah. she was pretty pissed off about it. But in a creepy episode of Revolution After Buzz, we're going to say it's rape. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is, because they wouldn't have brought in the whole sexual line. He didn't need to throw that out this episode if they weren't going to then... Later, refer to you know he did he took advantage of yeah, her in I some agree. way. I, yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I mean that's definitely why they would have placed that there is to lead that seed, yeah, and to make you think that and leave some other seeds. Saying so, it without saying it, exactly. So right then we get Miles kind of running and finding Rachel and sends her away, and then Miles and um, as. Monroe finds them. So Monroe, we get that big confrontation of Miles and Monroe as Miles sends Rachel off. Big, giant confrontation. Mm -hmm. And you don't know quite what's going to happen there. They both have guns drawn. When Miles pulls some badassness out and kills everybody except for Monroe. Yeah. Well, I like the way Monroe did the little like spin around to the side of the panel where he where mm-hmm. he was strategically placed where Miles could not hit him at all with the bullet, and all his men are just wiped out in that moment. But he still was like in that little panel. He knows. Yeah. He knows how to play Miles. Yeah. They played together for so long. That's exactly. true. And I mean, I I thought this was a good scene between the two. I really thought that they had a good like intense moment of you yeah. really don't know what's going to happen. Like we were kind of guessing back and forth as we were watching who's is Monroe bluffing? Yeah. Is he just going to like put his gun down like and Would you have put your gun down? And then shoot him and then I mean, when he threw the gun away, it was pretty much, like, over once he threw the gun away. But at first, he puts his gun down first, and he brings back up this whole brother thing we got from the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. He really feels like Miles' family, and he really wants Miles back. And we also get the payoff from the previous episode where Miles just had that dream when he yeah. was hallucinating. Of yeah. He didn't know what he was going to do if he was asked to come back to the militia, yeah. which is what Monroe now does. Which you could kind of see in his eyes that he was going through that. Yeah. Like, but like, he's oh, had, mm-hmm. but because of that dream, he's had a lot of time to think, think about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He has definitely had some time watching Charlie's head banged up, and I think that might have also helped his decision. Was when he saved Charlie, maybe realizing how much he cares about Charlie. Right. Yeah. That might have also helped make his decision for him. Well, I guess before when he was with Monroe, he didn't really feel like he had a family. Mm-hmm. But now, since Charlie's come into uh, his life, he's really felt needed, and everyone wants to feel needed. And I guess before he probably didn't, mm-hmm. except for from. Why do they call him Bass too? Like or Bass? Bass because Bashton. So Bash- I, I know, I know. But I'm, what I wanted to say was everyone calls him Monroe except for Miles. It seems because they. they well, go that's Bass. his boy. That yeah, sense. I mean, that's like his Stupid brother. So it's his nickname. Yeah, but, I just thought that was an interesting point, though. That no one else calls him Bass. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone else is probably too scared to call him Bass. <laughs> probably. He, he probably cut off some heads badass. They call him bass. Yeah. Bass. Well, and here's his best friend that tried to kill him and became a traitor to the Republic. You don't want everybody calling you the same name that he does. I think it just bring back bad memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, and I, I agree. So it's just like they're they're that close. And it's nice that you mentioned that though, and that that is why he is the only one who calls him Bass. And we see that all the time throughout the various flashbacks. And we get Miles 
at first he starts lowering his gun, mm-hmm. and you don't quite know as he like. He says, well, first he says, I'm sorry. And I thought after he said, I'm sorry, he was just going to shoot Bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he puts down his gun and lowers his gun and starts telling him everything oh, Mamo does not want to hear. We are not family. Right. Ever, all this does not work like that anymore. He just lays it down. And that's, Monroe like, just looks devastated. <laughs> now, do, I felt do, that. Do you think Monroe genuinely trust Miles again and, and and definitely wanted him back in the militia like where he would really fully trust him all the way yeah I think so because mm-hmm. he's got this war going on with Georgia California doesn't like him he's got a lot of problems and a, and a lot of tension building up which didn't seem to happen as much when Miles was around he seemed to keep things together that way heck I thought I thought Monroe was going to give him a hug at one point yeah. he put down his gun he had his hands like this like he wanted a hug. a hug he did so, so that costly girl points out that um, Rachel apparently call, calls him bass as well throughout the show oh. so I'm wondering if it just must be just something before Oh, right, like closer. Close. Knew him before. Yeah, everything. knew him before everything happened. Well, that makes I refer to him as Bass because yeah. that was just his name. Like, yeah, I go by Dave right now, but after everything goes down, no way. <laughs> People call me David <laughs> after everything goes down. Okay, so. Dave. <laughs> I have a song request. Why wasn't there any Led Zeppelin <laughs> in the finale? I, I guess it was just some advertising campaign. Oh, baby. Oh, there we go. That's, that's I, I, Stephen from the booth. <laughs> no, it's not. Some that's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Stephen Plant. Um, way down inside. Robert Plant. Yeah. No, Stephen Plant. I'm oh, joking. Oh, Stephen Plant. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, Rob, yeah. gotcha. I would like to request Major Tom by David Bowie. <laughs> wow, we've just got so much music coming out of this episode. Yeah. Uh, While well, you Full look moon. for that. <laughs> so what did you guys think, though, about this whole moment did you think it was a good way that they ended up because they did end up getting into this big scuffle afterwards but did, did you guys think that this was how things were going to go down i thought it was a very good emotionally charged scene um i didn't expect it to to go that way I, because uh, like we were saying with last week with when miles was hallucinating and he was thinking about the militia and, and that question came up about joining it and then it was referred again tonight i i didn't know if like oh maybe he's gonna really join the militia and then he's doing this to save charlie or, or whatever but um i thought the scene was excellent uh, and I, I thought that monroe i i mean even when he had the breakdown he was tearing up i thought it was just a great scene I feel like Miles actually didn't know exactly what he was going to do until he saw Monroe because he even said to Monroe, you know, I didn't realize it until right now, but I can see now that you're totally off your rocker. Like, you're gone. You're so far gone. And I think that he really needed to witness that in order to make his decision. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering what what he saw, though. I mean, I, I mean, I guess he would be the guy who knows the difference most. Right. Because I mean, that's kind of a weird situation to be put in in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you have to kill or be killed by your best friend. Yeah. So I don't know how people would generally react to that. But then again, we don't know how he reacted the first time that Miles tried to kill him. So Hopefully, I, guess, I was hoping we would get to see that this episode, like flash back right before they came to each other again. I think yeah, they have right. to touch upon it mm-hmm. next. But, or second part of season one. Yeah. <laughs> but then my, my thing is, too, on Miles' part, I mean, if he really wanted to kill Monroe at that moment, why don't you just play it off and say, oh, no, you know, yeah, let's, let's, I've been thinking about you, let's be friends, and then stab him then, you know, before this whole big chaotic right, when he's giving him that hug. Yeah, you know, the hug. Yeah. Yeah. Hug the to the back, you know, mm-hmm. that's. That would have been pretty badass. That would have been badass. Would have it, would have it been, or would have it been, like, coward? Like, okay, it'd be cowardly, but just badass to watch. You'd be like, oh! You know, I, I was surprised that just, like, Miles didn't get his gun up in time, too. Yeah. Monroe was there to stop the draw. But while this is all going on, we get Aaron getting the pipe bomb ready, 
And I sort of view this and as Nora and Charlie and all of them are back together. And I sort of view this as kind of Aaron having a little bit of redemption in a sense. Because mm-hmm. in the flashbacks with Aaron and his wife, we saw that he couldn't. He was having trouble lighting the fire. And right. lighting it a fire for them and doing anything so he he can't get the match lit but then he has to actually resort to using kind of rock against rock to get a spark to work and he's able to do it and he gets it to work so I kind of view that Mm -hmm. as a good redemption for him well it's a good point Dave thank you David (laughs) it's all gone down I was just waiting for Uh Bob Marley's redemption song to be played I don't know why I thought that was going to happen next (laughs) I'm still waiting for Major Tom by David Bowie (laughs) we got like 20 different songs in this episode So, or this. What, what is this? I mean, it's some Beach Boys, isn't it? It is Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Yeah, what does this have to do? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe wouldn't it be nice if Monroe and Miles could get back together? And oh, yeah. Things could be the way they were oh, when they no. were young. Aww. So, exactly. back together. Just have a confrontation song, <laughs> a la Les Mis. <laughs> just to go back to musicals. So, Miles ends up making it out as Charlie is waiting for her. And he's like, what are you doing? Run! Or run, you idiot! Yeah, I like that. Spots, run, you idiot! As he's, like, mm-hmm. running away. And they all end up getting away together when you see a helicopter starting to fly above. Dun, dun, dun. And, <laughs> and Monroe pissed off looking at, over at the helicopter. So I guess it looks like the um, the amplifier has been finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after Monroe is pissed off looking at the helicopter, the one that flies above, its machine gun starts twirling. And the episode ends. Yeah. Quite the cliffhanger <laughs> Quite for the cliffhanger. a mid-season finale. Yeah. As people look like they might be about to die. Nope, mid-season finale. I have to oh. say I wanted a little bit more in that cliffhanger. Yeah. I have to say it. I have to be honest. I, I you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted a little bit more reveal of maybe who, something else of what was going to go on next. We can speculate what we, we think is going yeah. to happen. I definitely didn't think it was ending. I think somebody said, is that it? And I'm like, no, no, that's not it. I think there's more. Yeah. You know, yeah, it didn't seem long like enough yeah. for, yeah, mm-hmm. one more commercial break to yeah. go to. And, yeah, it just it kind of ended just without anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought maybe, like, a character might be about to die or yeah. something. That's not, or I thought maybe, like, someone was going to join the militia who you didn't think it was and it was going to be, like, a cliffhanger of, like, look who's in charge now. Yeah. yeah. But it just kind of ends get with... me now. I really, me now. Me now. I really thought it might Look be Jason now. that was coming out to save I'm Charlie. Paper. I'm not going to play that song. <laughs> Please don't. How you like me now? They ended it like Sopranos. How you like me now? Yeah, they ended like the series finale of The Sopranos, though. There's a difference. Yeah. So Cal Rackin mentions that he thought it was weird, or she, well, uh, that she thought it was weird that Rachel didn't take the pendant or smash the amplifier prior to slapping Miles. Yeah. Well, we saw earlier they tried to smash the pendant, and that didn't work. We're like, what was that uh, made of? Yeah. Uh, that's true. But she, maybe take it. I don't know if the, yeah, I don't know if the pendant it. was there, though. Maybe the pendant yeah. wasn't in the I room. I am titanium. So. <laughs> and, and during that scene, did she know if, if uh, Charlie and Danny had gotten away at that point? I don't think she Because knows. if she didn't know, mm-hmm. she may not have done it either because that's, that's still her leverage mm-hmm. to oh, that's keep a good point. them alive. Yeah, I don't think she knew yet what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I think she did. And that, her first reaction was to slap Miles, so hopefully yeah. we'll find out a lot more about what's going on with that. Yeah. But before we get to some of the comments from all you guys from last week, I do want to mention that we also have an after blog that you can yes. check into, written by our very own Daryl. 
Oh, yes. That's right. I do write that, don't I? Yes. You can go to AfterBuzz TV and you can go into the AfterBlog section and go right to the Revolution uh, AfterBlog where I write each week and and recap the show and give my personal opinion on what I thought of the show. So please go there and and check it out. And there's there's several other AfterBlogs as well. There's one for Walking Dead. Uh, I think there's Battle of the Seasons on MTV, uh, Homeland. So there's a bunch of them there outside of just Revolution. I know. You are. You're great. Uh, so, yes, please oh definitely go check it out. We have a lot of after blogs that you will enjoy, <laughs> including the one that I write for Revolution. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> after that weirdness, let's uh, go to I- some of the comments. iTunes. Thank you, Gypsy Dre, for commenting. We appreciate it. On it's a U- nice name. On YouTube, we have Gypsy Will Dre. Smalls, Couch Pudding Potter, Mikel Costley, Inez Ruiz, Raptos, and Tina W219. Raptos said that he enjoys the number of main cast members in the show and thinks it makes it hard to predict who's really pulling the strings, as we were talking mm-hmm. about before. And he thinks that we'll find more badass characters that will appear in 2013. And I, I, I don't know, I really think that yeah. it's... um. I mean, we're seeing these different warring factions starting to pop up, but I really think that Randall, at the end of the day, is going to be the guy who's been pulling the strings. I agree. He's Dr. Claw, yeah. for sure. And uh, Couch Pudding Potter thought that last week's episode was a strong episode for Aaron, where he really proved himself by not giving into the hallucination of his wife. And <clears throat> wishes that we could do the show earlier because it's at 1 a.m. Mm. her time. Oh. oh. We also kind of wish we could do it. We yeah. do too. We're with you. We're, we're all very too. sleepy. <laughs> but the good news is we're the first podcast up for Revolution. It's true. We get it to you first. You're welcome. <laughs> That's right. Give it to you They're first. exclusive. Right. Mm-hmm. So, thank you guys so much for your comments. Let's get to predictions. Predictions. We're in this like we all have magical powers suddenly after that song, right? Yeah, I think so. I feel it now. The, the power of peaches. The power of peaches. Yes. Of peaches. All right. So we're in predictions. Well, they so. show I'm a preview for. Mm-hmm. 2013. Right. Yeah, so, it's so, coming back March 25th. Mm-hmm. And Monroe has power. <laughs> that is what we find out. Monroe has power. And Rachel says, let's get some of our own. My yeah. prediction is, I'm going to keep it what I said at the beginning of the show. I think mm-hmm. that Jason possibly might be in one of those helicopters flying to save Charlie because we didn't see him this episode or last episode. Mm-hmm. I think that Monroe will say, Miles, you can join me or I'm going to shoot all your family because he's like, if you just join me, then I'll let your family go. So I think he's going to still want Miles in exchange for letting his family go and I think that he'll hold the helicopter if Miles will stay because then Charlie's not going to be okay with that and then Rachel's going to want to go get her own army and power because they know how so then they can come back for Miles. I think we're going to see season two. There you go. The two <laughs> storylines that are going to show up is because they mentioned the Georgia one I think we're going to see a war for that and I yeah. think we're going to see Rachel go out and explore for the other pendants and maybe I'll, in Georgia possibly she can, yeah she join them their rebels in Georgia yeah. She could join their side too. I need that map with uh, that Randall had of all the. Um, yeah, I'm not remembering exactly pendants. where the locations were, but there might have been one in Georgia. Get some peaches down there. And Georgia yeah. peach. And <laughs> she does peaches. a. And she does know how to use it too. She knows how to use it. Oh, yeah. She knows how to use those she peaches. Knows how to use she those knows. peaches. <laughs> See now, I would think it'd be quite a twist if all of a sudden Miles is has something else up his sleeve and we see him mm-hmm. as this good guy, but maybe maybe he's, maybe he's not. not. No, I like Miles, so I like him good, but maybe he should be a little more bad again. I don't know. And I, another prediction I have 
been playing with for the last couple of episodes too, but I'm going to say it tonight. Playing with, that's the mm-hmm. theme for tonight as well, um, is that possibly Miles and Rachel might have more of a relationship that's beyond just being friendly, yeah, I think. It I think seems there that might way. be something there. I agree. At one point in time. At one point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Well, that does it for our predictions for this week for this mid-season finale. Yes. What are we going to do for the next four months? I know. We're going to yeah, hang out with Tim wait, Guinea. It's, it's March yeah, 25th. March 25th is when it comes back. And yeah. hopefully Tim Guinea will come on back on. Thank you so much for calling in. Guys, thank you so much for watching us throughout this mid-season. We'll see you again in March. And, guys, once again, I'm Dave Klein. And you can find me on Twitter at TheDaveKlein. That's K-L-E-I-N. Or go to my website, DJK-Online.com. And I'm Kristen Carroll. And you can find me on Twitter at TheFan, F-A-N-2-C-T-O. S-E-E. I'm Kristen Elizabeth, and you can check out my blog at Cinematic Escape. You can just bing it, or you can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic Escape. I'm Dario Kristen. You can find me under my name on our Twitter and Facebook, D-E-R-R-I-A-L-C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N. And also, you can check out our after blogs where I write it for Revolution. Thanks all right, a lot. All right, guys. Thank you so much Bye. for tuning in. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later next year. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.